What's up, sports fans? This is TJ and B back with another episode. I am one of your hosts, Ben Catino, alongside Timothy Duffy. First and foremost, Tim, how you doing today? Anything new? How'd your day go? Oh, my day, my day was quite mediocre. You know, I went to work, uh, went home, took an exam. Group me really came in clutch with them answers, man. It was great. The Um, classic group chat. Yeah, I shouldn't expose this, but hope I'm not going to spill the class or the exam or the school I go to or anything. So, yeah, (laughs) you don't even have to say what school you go to. You know, yeah, it's all a secret. Yeah, it's all it's all under the wraps, except for like the people that know us. Yeah. Hopefully yeah, exactly. no one snitches on you. Hopefully, man. Then I went back to work, and now I'm here, man, in Prov. So. Yeah, I'm glad you're here. I'm, I'm excited for this episode. A lot of uh, new news that we can dive into around the good old NFL. Absolutely. So to start off, uh, big trade went down between the uh, San Francisco 49ers and the Miami Dolphins. So the Niners move up to number three in the draft in this QB-loaded draft. Uh Dolphins moved down to 12, but then they traded with the Eagles, so now they're back up to 6. But obviously the main concern here is the 49ers with the third pick. Uh, This creates a huge domino effect in this draft. Yeah, you did say that same term earlier in the week. A a ton of players are going to be moving, you know, either up or down because of this trade. And the first player that comes to my mind is Devonta Smith because – I've seen some mock drafts, especially at the time around uh, the national championship where Devonta Smith was a top three pick. Um, Some people even thought the Jets were going to take him at two. Obviously, the tides have turned to Zach Wilson now, getting a lot of attention. He's had an astronomical rise, that dude. let's, Let's chat about this. So the Niners move up to three. So now we got Jags, Jets, and Niners who... All look like they're going to be taking QBs. I mean, I know there's rumors swirling around that the Jets are going to stick with Sam Darnold, but I don't think that necessarily means that they won't draft a quarterback either. You know, we've seen plenty of times in this league where a top three pick still sits behind the starter for at least a year just to develop, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, I think most recently we saw that with Baker Mayfield, Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, for, um, for like a game and I a know half. he wasn't a top three pick, but Justin <laughs> Herbert behind Tyrod Taylor. Did you say that? Sorry. Each for, no, I said each of them were for like a yeah, game and a half. Each got, of them were Tyrod Taylor. That's why Tyrod, I just asked if – I think if Tyrod Taylor got hurt week three with Baker Mayfield and you know week two with Justin Herbert. Do you remember when Ty, Tyrod Taylor was starting on the Browns? Yeah. And they went to overtime versus the Saints. I believe it was week two. Yeah. No. The, and I, he threw that absolute he threw a dot on fourth and five. It was like 50 yards in the air. Did, was that out of bounds? Or was that no, complete? that was a touchdown. That was on fourth and five. It was, I think it was It was 18 to 12 at that That's point. That's the best throw of Tyrod Taylor's life. And then the Browns tied it, and the kicker missed the extra point, and the Saints were down the field and scored <laughs> the game-winning field goal. And I the week before, that, they no. tied against the Steelers in week one, if you remember that. I remember watching both these games at work. Senior year. Oh, yeah, they tied. They, they tied. They were 0-1-1 when Baker took over. And it was like a big deal because it was the first time they didn't lose. I mean, they didn't even <laughs> yeah. win, but they didn't lose at the same time. Yeah, it, it broke their winless streak, that tie. Jeez. It was so funny. But um, back to what you were saying about the, this quarterback draft class. You know, this yeah. is really, really highly talented quarterback Pro days happening this past Four, week. Pro days, you know, and combine kind of all in one. So they're going to have an official combine this year with the draft coming up so, so soon. But – you know, huge trade for Miami. 
um, to make this deal with the Niners. They got a whole lot of it. They got this. They end up getting the sixth pick from the Eagles, like you said. They got their, I think, fifth or sixth rounder mm-hmm. this year too. Um, first and third rounder from the Niners next year, and a first rounder from the Niners in twenty twenty three. So they got a whole lot, and only moving down three spots in the end. It's huge. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, this is the best front office in the league right now. Oh yeah, the, the Miami, Miami Dolphins. Miami. What they've been a- doing the last few years has been crazy. And and the craziest thing about Miami is like. People keep talking about how they might move on from Tua. Listen, it's been one year. Yeah, they got to chill. And two years ago, you know what people were saying in Miami? Tank for Tua. That was literally like (laughs) the the motto in Miami. It's crazy how it went from the narrative so quick. They're not going to switch up on him this fast. He still has a lot of promise in this league. Uh, Young receivers, they just added Will Fuller, and it looks like they're going to add another receiver in this draft. I mean – I, I think they're gonna take Devonta Smith with the number five pick. You think the um <laughs> or six? You know? Sorry, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I could see that happening. You know, I definitely think they're gonna look for a receiver, look for a skills player, really give to us some more help. And he ended up with Devonta Smith, the guy that he was, you know, teaming up with in college too. That would be, mm-hmm. you know, a huge, you know, asset too. People are saying that about the Bengals, too, at picking at number five. They're going to go for Jamar Chase. I was just going to say that. Keep him back up with Joe Burrow and uh, that LSU connection in Cincy. This is huge for Cincy, honestly. It is Because they have two very good wide receivers, in my opinion, and Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins with a sensational rookie year. Now, if you can add another young piece, I mean, this would be the best receiving this, core in the league. The next this 10 offense years. is just extremely young and just has a ton of potential. Not to mention, you have Joe Mixon in the backfield, who arguably a top ten running back in this league. I mean, the only yeah. thing they really when need to—the only thing they really need to fix up here—is the O line. O line is and, and they need to do that with urgency because they're, you know. The face of the franchise got hurt last year because of how many times he was getting lit up. Yeah, maybe, I mean, yeah. how many how many highlights did we see Joe Burrow just getting absolutely licked in the pocket? Dude, he stood in the pocket like a champion. Even the game year. he got hurt, Chase Young absolutely blew game. him up. Yeah. yeah, he got. Remember that at the goal line? Yeah, he fumbled the ball. That but play was lit. That's a good point, Ben. You know, the Bengals need to address that O line. You know, maybe if Penn Sewell falls into five, that mm-hmm. would that would be a pick that makes a lot of sense for yeah. them. You know, especially like you were saying, they already have really talented receivers. But Joe Burrow, face of the franchise, future of the team, you know, he's really pushing for Jamar Chase mm-hmm. coming to that squad. Is Jamar Chase the best receiver in this draft? You know, he, he has, had a very good pro day. What were his stats? I think he ran a 4.38, allegedly. Mm-hmm. That was the 41 uh, inch vertical, was it? Something like that. You know, he's a beast. So, yeah, you're the Bengals. Absolute freaking nature. You got to really try to address your needs, I think, first. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe go for the O line. Um, even maybe a guy like Kyle Pitts. I was just gonna say you know, Kyle Pitts. He might he he's gonna be in the top ten too. So good, it's like they've had a good tight end since Eifert. You know that 2015 season. This so. draft is absolutely loaded. This draft is loaded. This could be the best draft class of all time. It's crazy because we're we're gonna see guys born literally the year I was born in this yeah. draft. Pensuel is less than two months is like two months older than me. Yeah, Trey Trey Lance was born in two thousand. Yeah, Trey Lance That's was born so in two thousand. That's so weird. Dude. The Niners might take him. Yeah. 
There's it's, been a lot of speculation. But yeah, it was, I'd that, say it's between Lance and Fields. That was right? the original point that we kind of drifted away from. Yeah. The Niners trying up the third all right, we're, we're talking all draft but stuff. I think they're going to go quarterback. And mm-hmm. it's kind of obvious, in my opinion. You know, a lot of shit swirling around that they don't want to say goodbye to Jimmy G or whatever. I think that's a whole bunch of crap. Well, he can still start. Dude, I just you know, think that's cap, dude. If you're gonna Mahomes didn't start his first. They're year. not yeah, but they're not sold on Jimmy G, really. Oh, absolutely not. You know, I mean Alex Smith, the, the the comparison between Jimmy G and Alex Smith, you know, Alex Smith was a guy who took the uh, Chiefs to the playoffs mm-hmm. in three of the previous four years before Mahomes. Um and with Jimmy Garoppolo, a guy perennially injured, injured in New England, injured in San Francisco, only has one full season as a starter, mm-hmm. you know, took him to a Super Bowl, but at the same time you know, if they can draft the quarterback this high, they're going to invest in him. You know, they're going to – I think they're going to trade him, see who they can get for him now. Because if he has a bad start of the season, they're going to – his trade value is going to decline immediately. They you know, went They went all it. in, dude. They they like, included three first-rounders. So, obviously, they, they have a very close eye on someone here. Yeah, and it's like what happened with Carson Wentz too, mm-hmm. you know. You know, the Eagles pick, Jalen Hurts in the second round of the draft. Huge surprise to everybody, you know. He, before a season, Carson Wentz could have got traded for multiple first-round picks. Oh, absolutely. You know? and, Coming off an M- MVP season before yeah, he got hurt and, two years prior. And three playoff seasons in a row, you know, 27 touchdowns, seven picks in 2019. Fantastic year. But after, uh, you know, one bad season, he's traded for a second and a conditional third-rounder, you know, <laughs> which is you – know, That's really pretty crazy nothing. how he – he wasn't even worth the first rounder. Yeah, so I think the Niners, you know, their front office, which is another one of the really successful ones in the league these last few years with John Lynch coming in the helm and leading in the Super Bowl, I think they're going to have to learn from the Eagles in this case scenario. Mm-hmm. You know, trade buy high, is that the term? Sell high? <laughs> sell high yeah. for Garoppolo while you can. Buy low, sell high. You know, he only has two years left of that massive contract. And, you know, we saw, he signed back in twenty. Yeah, I mean, I they was. absolutely need to dump that contract. Yeah. But the problem is I don't think a lot of teams around the league are willing to take on this contract. So there's going to be some one team. one Jimmy G has a no trade clause. So he would have to agree who he has to go dude, to. I actually in number dude, two, I forgot about that. he wow. would have to restructure his contract to basically get traded. So I think that's what's really holding up this Jimmy G trade whether the 49ers are actually still invested in Jimmy G, they're going to give him one more chance as a starter, or they're actually not, but they just legitimately can't move him. I, I don't know I what the deal is there. I from the beginning, dude. Oh, I mean, he when he got the contract, he was the highest-paid player in football. Like after, And he played how many games? Let me see. He started – Ten? Dude, Seven? He started five for the Niners, and in and, his career at that point, he was 7-0. That's yeah, and there was so much hype around him. So much hype. But that's the thing about him is for some Jimmy, reason Jimmy G does win. He's a winner. Yeah, call 20, him whatever you want. Twenty-four but he does win. career record. But the thing is, the guy just can't stay on the field. As we hear, we hear in the NBA now, but it's also it also could apply to the NFL, where you know availability is kind of a skill now in sports. You know and. And that's not For a sure. good that's not a good skill that Jimmy G has. I mean, this guy is just injury prone. He's bit by the injury bug every single year. And never the, fails. The only team that I could see really trading for him right now is the Pats, but I don't think we will because we just signed Cam Newton and we got the draft coming up with number fifteen. 
And Garoppolo, really, I mean, Garoppolo, I would say he's an upgrade from Cam if they make the deal, but I don't even think it's worth it. You know, like why sign another veteran? Yeah, when you, you know, go out and get a young, you want to get a young quarterback. Oh, I really want Kellen Mond. Really, from Texas A&M. I want to get Waddle with that fifteen. You think he'll? You think Waddle will drop to fifteen? Someone's gonna drop to fifteen. Somebody, someone's gonna, gonna drop in this. Whether track. it's Jones, whether player. it's Waddle, whether it's I don't think Micah Parsons will. Isn't it great that or the Pats are? Certain, p- but we're, we're picking in the first half of the first round. Yeah. Like we've we haven't seen that in so long. I don't even remember the last time, you know, this even happened. Let's um let's look into the QBs. So I think Chandler Jones maybe. So I was picked in the first half. Looking at a mock. Was that draft. the last time we picked in the? Oh, I was, first like, half, I was looking at a mock round. draft. Mac Jones to the Niners at three. I thought that was funny and, and worth and worth mentioning. Now here's quick. the thing. What I was just saying to you too earlier was. All right, so if they draft Mac Jones, very confusing that they moved up from 12 to 3 because I personally think you could definitely get Mac Jones if you have a top 10 pick. Um, Now, we were just saying, too, they might keep Jimmy G. So now if you bring in yeah. Mac Jones, who is getting comparisons to Tom Brady, as weirdly as that sounds, kind of has the same build. That uh, dad bod. Deep throw accuracy, whatever, you know. Mac Jones is going to take Could over. They, are the Niners trying to be the Patriots almost? Another mock draft, tra- Mac Jones to the fucking Niners Would this well. be a Drew Bledsoe, Tom Brady sort of scenario? I mean, Jimmy G gets hurt and Mac Jones comes in and just absolutely <laughs> lights it up. I I'm mean, sure I don't – I, but... I really wouldn't understand Mac Jones at three, especially when you have talents like – Justin Fields and Trey Lance that, got, that are going to be available. Dude, Mac Jones is maybe five even stars. Zach Wilson will be available. Think about it. The Niners are guaranteed Lance, Fields, or Wilson. One of them is guaranteed to be there. Two yeah, of them will of be them guaranteed. Lance, I mean, Fields, and Wilson. Yeah, exactly, dude. At least two of them are going to be there. No, Trevor Lawrence, clear cut number one pick, obviously. I think um, it's I think it's Fields right even now. Even if the three. Jets don't take a quarterback, too, you know, you can get four of these guys available at three. <laughs> yeah. Which, you know, they're not starting to take a quarterback the Jets. Well, if the Jets took Kyle Pitts at two, how funny would that be? Would you lose your shit? It would be a very New York Jets I would move. I would lose my shit laughing. So, like, the, the number three pick could go one of two ways uh, for the Niners. It could either go, like, a Giants way where they draft – Daniel Jones, and you're kind of like, what the hell was that? If they pick Mac Jones, or they could go with one of these um, new style quarterback guys in Trey Lance or Justin Fields, who Justin Fields ran a 4 4 at his pro day. Yeah. And was throwing some absolute dots on the run. That seems to be a new new trend now in the pro days is like, you'll see that one highlight where they're running to the left side of the field and they then they just chuck it like 70 yards in the air Dude, to the right pylon. Yeah. That's like you know, because shit. the league now is transforming. Mahomes is the best QB in the league. Everyone wants to be like Mahomes, you know? Dude, literally yeah. every mock draft I'm looking at has Mac Jones going to the Niners. <laughs> that is crazy. 
But the craziest thing is, I just got Zach Shanahan and Joe Lynch were at Mac Jones's pro day when Justin Fields' pro day was gone. Dude, but I saw a thing that like the assistant GM was at Nick Bosa's pro day. He was at sorry, the assistant GM was at Justin Fields' pro day okay, while that was going on, and I saw a few years ago the assistant GM was at Nick Bosa's pro day while Shanahan. Yeah. Whoever you, I think Robert Salah maybe was. We're at Quinn and Williams Pro Day. Well, we Nick maybe Bosa. Is, Nick Bosa is like one of their best picks. Yeah, ever. Everyone knew Nick Bosa was going the Niners at two, though. He's you like know, he was the clear cut favorite. He's arguably going to be better than Joey. I think he will be better than Joey. He arguably already is. I mean, he this kid is ACL a beast. Year. And that's the thing with this Niners team. They, they have they, the defense. They, they drafted all their O line. Maybe the second best quarterback uh, brother duo since the Mannings. When they're yeah. done. Well, the Watts, too. The Watts. No, nah, but, like, oh, yeah. Because Jay- yeah. yeah, but, you know, well, maybe TJ can keep it up. He's a beast. He's a beast. He, he was arguably the uh, – Defensive player of the year, baby. Yeah, there was a lot of controversy about that. But back to the Niners, you know, they drafted all of their D-line, which is paying off. They always have very serviceable corners, great linebackers. You have uh, Fred Warner leading that pack. I mean, this team, it just seems like they're a quarterback away from winning it all. You know, um, for sure. Most are in the backfield. He's just a touchdown machine. And then you got two We've great young wide receivers in Debo Samuel and uh, Brandon Ayuk. I mean, there's just a ton of promise for this team. They, they could definitely be back in the Super Bowl this year. They could be, for sure. Um, With Jimmy G or without. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they're going to go back with Jimmy G. In my uh, in my humble opinion, that's just my intuition right now. <laughs> but I'm gonna put. Um, oh, yeah. let's talk about what we were saying um, when this trade first went down. So, what if the what if the Niners trade with the Jets? What if the Niners are really looking at Zach Wilson? And they're saying, you know what? Let's move up one more. Let's guarantee that we get him. Uh, do you think that's a pot of real possibility, or yeah, that was, are they sticking with three? That's what I was thinking about, you know, because I was telling you about earlier today. Um, takes you back to 2017 when the Bears trade up from three to two to draft Mitch Trubisky with the Niners. The Niners weren't going to take a quarterback anyways. Um, they ended up getting Solomon Thomas at three. I can see that happening again, especially now. You know, nothing is certain in this draft. Mm-hmm. You know, so many good quarterback prospects and a lot of teams in need of a quarterback picking early. I could see it happening. I could see the Jets really need to play this to their advantage because Absolutely. the Niners, train up number three, they want a guy badly. You know, whether it's Zach Wilson, whether it's Mac Jones. And I think the I think the Jets really got to take, take this to their advantage. Yeah. You know, they really got to see what they can get from the Niners if they do want to trade up. I think it's a high possibility that they do and they could get you know maybe a first their first round pick next year dude you know yeah it's a possibility and um if the jets stick with sam Darnold, you know they necessarily don't have to draft a qb so they could definitely move down and get even more um draft picks and then draft someone like devonta smith you know yeah. And just absolutely load up that wide receiving core. They just added Corey Davis. Jamison Crowder is a great slot receiver. Brashad Perriman had a couple breakout games last year. They just drafted Denzel Mims last year. You know, tall, lanky, speedy guy. I mean, 
the Jets could have promise in the future, no matter what they go with. Um, Zach Wilson. They got to. They got to go quarterback. Zach Wilson's throwing style just reminds me a lot of Mahomes. You know, just like that quick snap type spiral and just gets it right down the field. Um, he's also pretty mobile too. He has a lot of zip on that ball. He has you, a rocket arm. You definitely can't go wrong with Zach Wilson at two. Yeah, I mean this that's kid. A safe bet. Who's not to say that he could be better than Trevor Lawrence? You know, that's kind of a hot take, but we don't know how we don't we don't know how Urban Meyer is going to be in the NFL. We really don't. We've seen a lot of these coaches. You want to know what would be the craziest thing ever? What? What if the Jags don't pick Trevor Lawrence? (laughs) Dude, well, they are going to trade the pick to Green Bay when they trade for Aaron (laughs) Rodgers. Listen, if. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. That the Jacksonville Jaguars are trading for Aaron Rodgers on draft night. If the Jags didn't draft Trevor Lawrence, they would need to, like, pause the draft for, like, 15 minutes. (laughs) Because every front office would be going absolutely crazy. Dude, what if the Colts picked up? Picture how many calls the Jets would be getting for that second pick. Dude. Their phone would so blow many. up. They'd have to pause it. There'd be no way they would if pause If the Jags it. don't draft Trevor Lawrence, they will need to pause the draft for at least an hour, not 15 minutes, at <laughs> least an hour. <laughs> Schefter would have to send out Schefter, a tweet. Schefter would be the tweeting NFL draft ass will off. resume in 60 minutes due to chaos. <laughs> due, to, due to some villainous chaos right now. It's unbelievable what I'm witnessing right now. That Every team, dude, at least 15 teams would call. There's at a least zero. half the league would call. There's no way they don't draft Lawrence. Imagine they draft Fields number one. Oh I mean, what? God. I think they'd have There to, was some talk of that if, after the playoffs. If they're picking the Fields number game, one, if they did that, cool. they'd have to trade down. Yeah. You know? I mean, but imagine squandering that just, just for a <laughs> meme, just to shock everybody. They pick fucking fields just to shock everybody. Urban Myers are bold, dude. You know how yeah. much you know how much you could get for it for the number one pick? You know how many teams want Justin Lawrence? They're gonna dude, if they don't want him, they're gonna trade sorry, Trevor Lawrence. If they don't want him, they're gonna have to trade that pick. It would be hilarious though. Uh, lo- there's I'd, no chance they I would don't love, draft him. I would love to see some chaos ensue though. It would get me oh, so yeah. good. I would lose my shit. I don't so even bad. think like the analysts there would know how to like react. They would literally be like Mel Kuyper would be Mel Kuyper would be holding back swear words. He'd be like, "What the I fuck?" I wonder what the line is because you can for, bet Tre- for Trevor first Lawrence first pick, pick NFL odds. It's probably pretty good. Um, let's see. Trevor Lawrence. All right, odds to be the number one pick. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence minus is, one thousand. I have it here at minus ten thousand. Ten thousand. In Zach Wilson's next up at thirteen to one, plus thirteen hundred. Minus ten thousand. Justin Fields is twenty-five to one odds. Wow, you would have to put down. Is he the third best odds? You would have to put down a thousand dollars to win a single dollar. On Trevor Lawrence being drafted first. <laughs> that is unbelievable. If you put down five thousand dollars, you'd win five bucks off that bet. Dude, that's just absolutely ridiculous. That is, that's crazy. That is the stat of the day. 
Wow. I'm betting on I'm betting on uh Justin Fields. You're gonna bet a dollar on him? I'm gonna bet like four to win a hundred. What if Trevor Lawrence like tears his I'm ACL? surprised Fields isn't the second I mean, obviously because Wilson's gonna be the number two pick, he's like the second best odds, but Fields and Urban Meyer. I mean, I wouldn't say ah God. No, I'm not gonna bet on that. That's yeah, like lighting. That's, that's like taking that's four one dollar bills and just throwing them in a fire. Can you do live bets on the draft? Like, who's the next pick? <laughs> Stop. Is no that un, is that unethical? No. Who's which? I, I, which one of these twenty two year old kids is getting picked next in this draft? I think you can like, um, what's it called? I think you can bet on like you know the second pick, the third pick. I think you can bet on like the order. So you can say yeah. like the order is gonna be like Lawrence Wilson Fields. Like you can bet on that. Um, we'll look more into that as the draft. Yeah, we're approaches. definitely gonna be throwing we're, down some lines on on draft night. We're in not, April now, not so lines like cocaine. Like it's draft lines. <laughs> no, no, no nose beers going around here. Yeah, we don't mess with that. We went to church last Sunday. Me and Ben had a great time. Absolutely, just playing. I'm not gonna cap. <laughs> anyway, how's Bam on a bio, man? Yeah, I was going to say, let's get into some NBA talk for this last I'm, couple. I'm, I'm looking at this Wizards heat match. You want to go until around the 30-minute mark? We got like four minutes left. Yeah, well, maybe we can go to 35. We can just, you know, keep going afterwards for like five more minutes if you want to talk about hoops for a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, let's talk about hoops. Yeah, dude. Uh, the Celtics are fucking trash. I yeah, mean, we suck. Even with this addition of Evan Fournier. Evan Scrotum sucks. Do you see that? Google my name. Hey, Celtics fans, Google my name. I mean, Look up this... Fournier. It's like a ball sack disease. It's awesome. Oh like, you sick fuck, Evan Fournier. <laughs> like, dude, he comes he comes to Boston, says that shit on Twitter, right? Gets all the Celtics fans so hyped. Got Woke Gene so hyped, you know? Woke Gene, he's a man, dude. <laughs> follow Woke Gene on Everyone Instagram. Everyone go follow Woke Gene on Instagram, all right? If you're a Celtics fan, if you're a Boston sports fan, go follow Woke Gene. He's the man. Bro, I mean... I think the biggest disappointment. Yeah, he dropped about, zero in his first games, right? So I'd say that part. Fucking old for ten. Oh for field. 0 of ten. I think he was oh four from three too. He was oh five um, actually. Or maybe it was oh four. I don't know, but it was still shit nonetheless. Whatever it was. Um, I think the biggest disappointment about Evan Fournier is that the guy's wearing fucking ninety four. I mean, what is that? I literally saw that the first. Has game a player in the NBA even ever wore ninety four? I mean, it literally looks like. It looks awful. <laughs> well, and the not Celtics to mention, do have a shit ton of re- numbers retired. Not to mention, but ninety four. These Celtics jerseys last night were fucking pitiful. <laughs> I mean, they looked awful. Those are one of the worst jerseys I've ever seen in my life. I'm not kidding. The Celtics jersey concept it's like this we, year is It's like ass. we get it. You, you know, the Celtics are green. There's like seven different shades of green on this jersey. Dude, in, so ugly. In little white lines to outline the number. Like, this jersey looks horrendous. I don't know who made this. I don't know who approved this jersey. I'm going to get these images from last night's game with just we, these shit jerseys. We deserve to lose that game because of these jerseys. Yeah. Solely. You, um, And then today, I saw Jalen Brown was speechless when they asked him what's going on. He said, to be honest, I don't even know what to say right now. Are you kidding me? What is what is up with this team? Dude, they're all just a bunch of bitches. I've bet right. on them like the last five games. Yeah, and I've lost you, fucking four of them. You shouldn't bet on the Celtics. I've been saying it every game. 
Oh, this my is God. bad. It, it's terrible. This uh, is getting increasingly worse by the day. You know, we made a couple moves at the trade deadline. Obviously, didn't work out. Uh, we're gonna be a seven or eight seed this year. They're just they they just want to get in the um, playing game, bro. That's all they're trying to do right now. You know, as much as we suck, even if we're a seven or eight seed, if I'm the one or two seed, I don't want to play the Celtics as a seven or eight seed. We could be a tough play as Me a either. lower seed team, you know. Yeah, you know, yeah. With Catch the, a dub against a one or two team with the then, roster they have. But you I mean, know, they're going to be contentious to an extent. There's absolutely no way we beat the Nets. There's now, no if way. the Sixers are at two, then maybe. We know the track record that the Celtics have with the Sixers, especially in the playoffs. Especially, so, I remember in 2018, you know, I that, that Sixers team was riding hot. You know, they had won like 20 of 21 games going into that series. You know, I and the Celtics banged up. No Kyrie. No Hayward, obviously, because he broke his fucking leg. I honestly thought the Celtics were going to lose that series. Yeah. And they win the first three games. That was insane. Beat them in five. Gentlemen's sweep. It was amazing. Yeah. I was like, wow. Scary Terry. I was like, dude, I was like, this team is the future of the East for the dude, next 10 years. Terry Rozier is my guy, dude. Scary Terry. Remember when he hit that three? He's the man. Remember, remember that three when, he, when we were in Disney against, uh, <laughs> against the Bucks? Against the Bucks and then Middleton fucking tied the game. Well, Eric Bledsoe was trying to talk shit to him. And then Eric Bledsoe's a he's a bit. You don't talk shit to Terry Rozier because at the end of the game, he's ice cold. You can't talk shit to any jersey that hangs up. This guy's up a in, flat out. Animal you can't talk shit to any jersey that hangs up in twenty two, Clyde, except for Carl Malone because yeah. he's a predator. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that until you told me. I just like completely tainted. Does that, like, just, does that just ruin your image Honestly, Carl fuck Carl Malone. Carl Malone. That's fucked up. If anyone doesn't know this, when he was 20 years old, you know, me and Ben's age, he got a 13-year-old pregnant. That's just... That's a 7th grader. It's an, that's fucked. It's an old 7th grader. Hold up. I'm going to start a new one. We'll be right back. Yeah, of course. All right. Thank you for coming on to the show today, listening to us. Uh, if you liked it, Please listen next week. If you didn't, then uh, whatever. I don't know what to tell you. You know, you don't like good podcasts. Anyway, if you do like good podcasts, on uh, Tuesday nights. Ah, fuck. WNRI. I forgot the night. I'm sorry, Brad. But was it on Tuesday or Wednesday? On WNRI, um, I believe it's 99.8. I'll put it in the description of this podcast. The night too. But go make sure you go listen to WNRI.com on Tuesday nights. Chat tat chat chat will be on there. Bradley Satra. Great Former, kid, man. Uh, he came on the show before, and we've been on his show before. One of our great friends. Uh definitely go give him a listen. You know, this is big. He has a he has an actual show on the actual radio now, you know. So this is big. Uh, let's make sure we go support him and and call in every week. Thank you for coming on to our show. Go Pats. All right. I just found it, by the way. Brad Chat. Here we go. Chat Chat will is Monday night, 99.9 FM on WNRI. Or you can listen to it live on WNRI.com. Can you repeat that again? Sorry. 99.9 FM or 1380 AM um, on WNRI. Um, from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. on Monday nights, man. Chat Chat, man. Um, great member of this uh you know, Northern Rhode Island podcast community. Um, yeah. Yeah. Definitely call in too and have a chat chat with them, you know? 
Yeah, and um, last but not least, like Ben was saying, go Pats. Go Pats. And Let's get Devonta Smith in the draft. We'll see you guys all next time. Peace. Yes, sir.